Mana 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 this is social disgusting welcome to social disgusting a podcast where my guests and i discuss our lives amidst the wanton hellscape in which we find ourselves i am brandon aka brandon hope you're well my guest is an actor who has appeared in such notable films as brick looper and knives out among many others please welcome noah segan welcome hello hi happy to uh be here with you well thank you again like this is very exciting for me so yeah just how are you uh, I'm doing all right, you know. I'm doing all right. Uh, uh, if uh, if this period of time has taught uh, me to do anything, it is to count my blessings. And all things yeah. considered, uh, me and my family are, are doing okay at the moment. Thank God for that. I mean, that's I guess that's all we can do at this at this point. You know, just um, control what little we can control, and then hope. You know, and and your family's doing good, so it's just like, well, the rest we can deal with. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I I have so many questions that I'd I'd love to know or just ask, I guess. Because like I said before, when Brick came out, I was working at Blockbuster and that was a big one for me. Like we picked, you know, like our top five, you know, movies and it would be like uh employee picks and we had this little area we cordoned off and I don't know whether that was just our arrogance of like they must the people must know what we love or whether that was a company thing but we did it and Brick was one for me that was such a good movie like one thing I was curious about is that you know you've been in Brick and Looper and you were in uh, as an X-Wing pilot in Last Jedi and then in Knives Out and over that trajectory of working with Ryan Johnson You've gone from these wildly different budgets of like of half a million, thirty million, to twenty, but then to two hundred plus million. Was going on that set for Last Jedi was that an was that like a surreal experience for you? It was well. For, first of all, I have to say thank you for your service uh, oh, at Blockbuster. Um, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, uh, uh, just, uh, I feel like the people that worked in video rentals mean as much to me as people who, uh, work in <laughs> other essential services. And so, uh, I'm, I'm very grateful for anybody who, uh, who, who would, uh, head out into the stacks and, uh, help reorganize, um, and, and ensure that we had access to, the, uh, the 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 films that we needed uh, back before <laughs> back before uh, you just uh, asked the computer for it. But um, uh, and 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 I have so many incredible, wonderful, warm memories of Blockbuster and uh, Video Stop, which was our local video store. And then you know even moving out to LA, you know I still had up until. You know, probably about 10 years ago, I had a, a, a video hut, which was our local um, uh, in my neighborhood in L.A., local video store. And um, Anyway, I just love hearing those stories. Even still, you know, I know obviously I'm very nostalgic about it, having worked there. And it's like that thing where even in real time, I'm like, oh, OK, well, this is just the best job I'll ever have. Even then, you know, because it was just so many great memories and I met so many lifelong friends there. But yeah, to your point, like. As a huge movie fan, you know myself. I know you are too. That it was, it was the best. It was the best. Just hunting things and finding them and making these discoveries in such like an organic way. It was mm-hmm. the absolute best. I loved it so much. Well, I can uh, I can tell you stories about. I mean, specifically, there was a place in New York where I I, I grew up. Um, there were a handful of these stores called Kim's Video, which are mm-hmm. sort of these these storied video rental and sales uh, shops that were sort of 
peppered, I think there were three or four of them at any given time, peppered about lower Manhattan. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it really, those were the environments where I discovered, uh, you know, the, the films and filmmakers who I, I love today. And I only did it because uh, we had these incredibly helpful and yet real jerk video clerks um, <laughs> who um, yeah. who treated who treated everybody like they were their annoying little brother. And um, <laughs> and as an annoying little brother, uh, there was something very comforting about it. But um, I'll, I'll I'll answer. I'll, I'll, I, I I I'm sorry to uh, no, go you're off good. On a, on a on a video store tangent. To, I mean to answer your question about about Last Jedi Man. I mean. I'll give you the, the sort of medium length answer, which was that uh, since Brick, many of our group of folks, um, you know, starting with Ryan and then sort of top down from that, you know, Rom is producer, Nathan is composer and his cousin, Steve, his, his cameraman. Um, we have spent many Thanksgivings together, starting with, with Brick. Brick, we shot over uh thanksgiving break and we all had thanksgiving together and it's a tradition that we've tried to keep up and so when they were preparing to shoot last jedi which i think started in i don't know beginning of the year at some point yeah no the november before that which is thanksgiving uh of course uh for those of us who are not uh from from the states uh we that's when thanksgiving is um and uh <laughs> um and Ryan said, hey, would be great if you wanted to come out and visit and we'll have Thanksgiving together. We'll keep the, 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 the tradition alive. Um, and you can check out what we're doing here because we're, we're right at the end of our preparation. So I got to come out to uh, the UK and have Thanksgiving with my buddies who were all preparing to go make this movie and check out this world that they were building, which, you know, of course include, I mean, it included, you know, I got the, I really got the, the Cadillac of tours um, <laughs> in terms of seeing what they were doing. And so that was like, and that was where I got like the opportunity to like, you know, I sat in the millennium Falcon God, and, and, so cool. and, and, and wept and wept the tears that we would all weep for, for yeah. the, for the, the joy of, being so close to this environment that has meant so much to us. And, you know, um, it's funny, there's a, I've told this story a couple of times, but um, there's a, uh, uh, there was a part where we went to the costume, a costume area, and there was a uh, Chewbacca costume um, on a mannequin and, or a stand or something. And I very, circumspectly went up to it and I said, can I touch it? And I said, yes, carefully. <laughs> and, uh, and I, and I hugged it and, um, <laughs> and I, I gave this, I gave Chewbacca this, this big hug. And, um, and I looked at the, I looked over back to the person who had been giving me the tour and I said, is that okay? And he said, everybody does that. <laughs> of course. I would, I mean, how could you not, right? Like if you ever have that opportunity, I mean, honestly, even if I saw, like, a rug hanging up that looked just enough, like, Chewbacca <laughs> to make me there, I would still feel like, I mean, I've got to. And then something, I would probably just, like, just emotions would pour out of me, probably. Yeah, and so and so when I got to go back a few months later to the same place to actually, you know, do this this uh, small part um, in, in, in the movie, it wasn't incredibly shocking because I had already sort of seen the 
you know, how the sausage was being made. Yeah. Um, but what it was, was it was, it was profound because I was watching all of my friends, this group of people who, you know, we all came up together operating in this environment and it still felt like home. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah, they're behaving and acting the same way they did on a movie that was infinitesimally smaller in brick, for example, or honestly, even Looper is exponentially smaller in, in scope while still being in and of itself a big movie. Well, and, and here's the, here's the interesting, here's the interesting thing about, about that dynamic too, that I think is really important to talk about, especially when you talk about like, you know, working on little movies or, mm -hmm. or, or, or independent movies versus studio films, or, you know, if you're just starting out and you're trying to, you know, make something with your friends and you don't have a huge amount of resources, every single movie, whether it's brick or whether it's star Wars will grow to the size that you allow it to. There is never, there are never more resources, sure. right? So even though, yes, on Brick, you know, we were eating, you know, burritos for lunch and, uh, you know, we had to shoot it in whatever it was, 20 days and two days of pickups or something like that. It still was the same amount. It's still the same amount of work, right? Because even yeah. when then you go on to Star Wars, yeah, okay, there's a, you know, there's a, a a costume department. Instead of the costume department being two people, the costume department is 20 people, but they are all working the same amount. So even though there's more people, they're all like, it's like, you know, what, what, what's the, um, oh man, is it like the goal? Is it there's, there's some, you know, parable where it's like the goldfish grows to the size of the bowl. You put the goldfish in. It's like that. It's like, yeah. you know, so it's like, there's still never enough time. There's still never enough resources. There's still, you know, so you're still sort of like, you know, if, if, if you like that, if you like those challenges and, and that's part of, you know, what I think a lot of people do love about movies is that, you know, you're sort of like, you're like the A team all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you know, yeah. it's like, it's still the same thing. It's just, you know, that you have this sort of added weird benefit of like, well, I guess now I'm dressed in the same costume I was dressed in when I was trick or treating when I was eight years old. You know, I guess <laughs> yeah. like that's, 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 that's a little surreal. Sure. Yeah. I think about that too. Just, you know, as a movie fan though, but just being, you know, invested in them and, and reading a lot about them and having just a little bit of an idea of the behind the scenes that I, I want every movie to be great, even though I know obviously that can't be the case and you have to have bad ones to appreciate the good ones and vice versa. But like, it feels like every movie is its own miracle that it was made, let alone that it's good. So yes, yes. I can't every imagine logistically with something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Every single, yeah, just getting, I mean, every, everything in terms of, of filmmaking is sort of, a miracle without respect to whether you like it or it's good. I think, you know, it just, it, yeah. it, it, it takes, it takes so much effort to sit down and write a script, to convince people to work on it, to build a set. I mean, these are all like, you know, every single piece of the endeavor is sort of a little world in and of itself. And so to kind of then end up with the sum of all these parts is, is, pretty incredible um and uh you know I, I i i don't know if i really quite understand how we do it well i sure as i don't but i know that that uh i'm a fan for sure of well, just movies in general but each of the the movies that you've been in with with ryan i love them i really do and i always have it's funny though you mentioned about like 
the tradition of, of Thanksgivings together. And then Knives Out came out on Thanksgiving. Was it cool to have that movie, this this other movie, and again, the totality of what all you'd worked on with him up to that point and just seeing the career kind of go the way it has? Was that really cool just to be like, oh, this movie we worked on is out this day that we tried to spend together? Um, it's funny that you, that you mentioned that. I think, I want to say, I think that when the movie, I, I don't remember, this is very silly. I have to look it up. I'm going to look it up right now on my phone exactly where we all were that Thanksgiving because we shot Knives Out over Thanksgiving and a bunch of us had made plans to meet up with some other folks outside of town during the break. Like we were going to, we were shooting outside of Boston and I think we were going to drive up to, I don't know, some other cool town in New England and go meet a bunch of people. And it didn't work out. There was something, I think it might've been, might've been a storm, uh, you know, a winter storm. And it ended up that we just ate Chinese food together on Thanksgiving. And, um, and, um, and, uh, and that was fun. And that was, you know, what we did, and then we went right back to work uh, a couple of days later. But um, where were we? Thanks. I'm, I'm looking it up right now because 2018, we were doing Chinese food and a Chia Pet uh, <laughs> uh, uh, while we were shooting. And then let me see here. November 20. I'm just I'm looking it up because I, 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 I do. Say, I'm feel, curious. I'm curious, too, now. Um, where the thing was, is that, that, that yeah. was not even a year ago, but it feels like it was 30 years ago at this point. Oh, well, that, yeah, that too. Are you kidding me? Um, that's, yeah, that, that, that's absolutely true. I think we might have, I mean, I'm looking at pictures here of that day and we did go to some screenings. Okay. So maybe we were just, maybe we just went to some screenings, but yeah, I mean, it would have, yeah, it would have been, it would have been probably one of, you know, I don't know, three or four that we've missed over the last, you know, whatever it is now, 17 years. I don't know. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> I was curious too, that you, in Nods Out, you had a scene with an actor who's in one of my favorite movies, uh, and that movie is Blood Simple, and the actor is M. Emmett Walsh. Oh. How was that experience? Because that guy, I think he's unbelievable. It's like being, I mean, you know, every 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 actor on that movie on, on Nods well, Out yeah. is, of course, an incredible your, your, cast. Is, is your favorite actor, right? You know, <laughs> yeah. so you're just like, oh, now I guess I get to just hang out with my, my favorite actors who are also, you know, spoiler alert, the best people in the world at their jobs yeah um but then um then mr wall shows up and it is i mean there's something very again it, it i don't want to diminish any of the other actors by using this term but it, it's it's like royalty showing up you know what i mean it's like yeah. you know especially because it was sort of in the middle of the shoot everybody already had like a rapport you know there was sort of like you know you're you know you 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 at, at a certain point you know, you do stop looking at Daniel as James Bond and you start looking at him as Daniel. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, just, just because you're like, well, you know, we've had dinner and drink a bunch of beers together. I guess, yeah. you know, that there's, well, there's a, a bit of a... he's a human to you now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. People, yeah, <laughs> you spend enough time with anybody and they become, you know, less your expectation and more, you know, a, a, just a, a, a friend. But, you know, then Emmett shows up and you are you're just blown away because it is this person who you feel like you have been with your entire life because he's been in every one of your favorite movies. Um, well, he's and, almost mythic at that point. That's what I'm been, saying. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's that's, wild. Yeah, that's, yes. Yes. And he, it's, I'll tell you stories about him. Um, he showed up and 
he gave everyone on set a $2 bill and said, this is so that, and it was, and it was like, he did it so that he was like, he was like, so this, this is so you don't forget me. And I'm like, dude, this isn't 1965. Like you're an icon. Nobody's yeah. going to forget the character actor who showed you're the, you're the, you're the, you're the father to this, you know? Yeah. Like we're good. Um, don't worry. I don't yeah, need money to so, remember you. But it was, it was, and you know who else did that was a great actor who I knew who recently passed away, who did something similar, which was um, uh, John Polito, uh, who yeah. was another, another great Cohen mem- team members in a lot of the Cohen movies. Um, and John would walk up to people and he would pull out little like individually wrapped Halloween candies. Didn't matter what time of year it was. And he would <laughs> hand them to you. He would just hand you a candy. You would just walk up to him and say, oh, how you doing? Give you a little candy bar. And you think, wow. He was such a good actor. Oh, he's incredible. incredible. Anyway, so, so Mr. Walsh did, did this with the $2 bill. And then at some point, somebody said something to him about one of the, you know, zillion movies he's worked on and asked him a question. And he pulled out a copy of his own resume <laughs> and he handed it to them. Like, this is the answer to your question. And yeah. I said, well, isn't that funny, man? You walk around with a copy of your resume. He goes, yeah, I walk around with a few copies and he handed me one too. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like this, like, it was like a lot of that sort of like dad humor, but, yeah. but couched in, couched in, you know, this grand tradition of, of performance and filmmaking and acting um and uh it was just it was just incredible to spend some time with him because talk about talk about a a guy who's just seen it all and and done it all you know no joke i always think about him i just especially blood symbol comes to mind when i think of him i guess probably at least because i just re-watched it recently but everything about him is just so incredibly naturalistic it's that thing where it's like i know he's that good well a because he's that good but b because he put so much work into it but it makes it feel like he just rolled out of bed and he is that person yeah there's there's definitely a um I, i think it might have been claude rains who said it it's like you know learn your lines and hit your mark and pray to God, you know, to paraphrase. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's somebody who really does understand that this is a job that is couched in work ethic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, something that I think that he understands, you know, being that type of, of character actor and, and, and having had such a prolific career, but it was also something that I think was really consistent around the cast and in, in general in that, in that show mm-hmm. was just this idea of like, every single one of those actors there was no luck they they really are that good at their job yeah which put no pressure on me whatsoever (laughs) Uh, to be continued 